It's Tabletop Time! I'm Murray. I'm Jen. I'm Jazza. And I'm Dave. And today we're super excited to bring you an adventure in the D&D universe. We've got some amazing models by Loot Studios that we've spent the last two weeks painting up as well as terrain. And we're very, very excited to bring this game to you. This is outside our usual setup. It is higher production value. We've put a lot of work into this, and that is only possible thank you to our patrons. So if you'd like to support more stuff like this, see more like this, input to this sort of thing, consider joining our patron. I um yeah, it's a bit we're, we're a bit kerfuffly. I'm it's the comfy. I'm the cameraman. I've got my camera on the side here, so that's how we're showing off the minis. Um, but yeah, this is so fun. This is our first time playing a, a mini campaign with minis, mm-hmm. and this is to be honest a bit of a a dream for what we'd like to be able to do in the future and on a more ongoing basis. It takes a lot, though. It really does. So any and all of your support is monumental. I don't think we can say that enough. It makes this possible, and, and we're overreaching here a little bit, but, my God, we want to we wanna dive deep. So thank you for everyone's support so far, and if you would like to see more of this and beyond, please consider becoming a patron. With that said, I think it's time... To jump into an adventure. That's right. But first, let's have a brief introduction of your characters. Great. Oh, shall I start? Yes. Go for <clears> it. So I am Rusty, both in name and in nature. Rusty was once an adventurer long ago. He has many stories. He's in his 50s. He's a bit begrudging and sees young whippersnappers come through the taverns declaring that they're going to save the local... You know, maiden or whatever, it's all just rubbish. They all end up at the same place. We're all destined for the same dirt of the earth. He's a pessimist and a nihilist, but he can see the good in some people, which is how he ended up meeting Hops, a uh, friendly local werebear who's very good at drinking and will listen to his old stories of glory like they were another lifetime. That's as good as a way as any to lean into hops, who is, in fact, a homebrew species called a bearkin that I've written myself. So you're a bearkin. Yes, that is right. Um, so I'm playing hops. I'm a bear. Uh, I want to start my own brewery. I met my wife a couple of years ago, and we settled down, and we had kids, and they've gotten much older now, and I think that I think it's time for me to to start an adventure, to, to really get into the spirit of this great land that we are. But I do have a side hobby, and it's to have my own brewery one day with my good drinking buddy here. Oh, I can't wait to have the gold and, and just make the best honey mead that anyone's ever tasted before. Oh, unfortunately, I've told you many stories in the past of the gold mm. that I once had as an adventurer. It's oh. one of the things I miss, but... Okay, we'll, we'll do it again. We'll, we'll get it all ready and we'll have the best time of our lives. <laughs> and to help them along this quest, uh, they recently encountered a, another person. Who might that be? I am Nirina, the swamp witch from yonder. I was happily living my life alone with only some occasional visitors to feast upon, when a curse I bestowed upon a coward backfired, very unfortunately, and now I am under the influence of my own spell and must, regrettably, seek the hero's journey and become 
A saviour? Is true love's first kiss part of that? <laughs> please, I please, I would love that yeah. so much. Some of my friends are into that, but I despise even the concept of that. Oh my gosh, I love no, that. I must, I must become a true hero in the eyes of the people, as the person I was cursing was a true coward, and he couldn't possibly have managed this. I, so, love, I love the disdain that you're saying this quest, you have to go on, it's so great. Yeah, so it's safe to say we're not the conventional D&D yeah. party, no. but I love us as a group so no. much. Usually I would not have taken up any sort of company, but upon them seeking my aid, they mistook me for a brewer of alcohol rather than, you know, potions of infinite wisdom or intellect or power. But they're a bit more tolerable than the usual sort, the wide-eyed youths running off with swords and magic. So, in order to help myself, I will help them. I love the idea that Hops uh, can complain enough about children that there's a little bit of relatability between the witch. (laughs) It's like, yes! Absolutely. I also love that um, our witch, Murena, Murena... Yes. Marina <laughs> um, really Go disdains the, the hero's journey. My character disdains adventurers. And your character, Hops, is probably like, probably disdains violence in yeah. ugly ways. Like, Absolutely. Seems I super friendly. Well, you know, you're a, you're a bit naive, I guess, but not, not necessarily. You're a middle aged man. You're ready for adventure, but you just want that glory. This is your midlife crisis, yeah? yeah? All right. Shall we? Well, I will say for those mechanically-minded folk that our players are all starting the adventure at level four, and Jazz's character, Rusty, is playing as a ranger, the updated unearthed Arcana ranger, and he is also a monster slayer. You, you were famed for taking down I was, at least, in my glory days. Uh, Jen, who's playing Hops, who is a bearkin, is playing is a fighter and a rune knight. Is that the archetype? Yeah. So, yes, you are a uh, definitely a tanky melee combatant uh, at level four. And Murray's character, Marina, is playing as a druid of the land. And are you a human beneath all that witchery? I was originally a half-elf. Ah, okay. More adept than others. Cool. Okay. Very cool. So we know where we are. Let's do it. Well, we know who we are, but where are we? Now it's my turn, right? I just want to go into that gorgeous tavern. (laughs) (laughs) Time for me to get serious, is it? Let's do it, yeah. Roll for initiative. (laughs) All right. Over the past few weeks, our heroes have sat in the small local tavern that sits inside the forest where Hops resides. They've sat drinking the imported beer, with Hops dreaming of the taste of honey mead that occasionally filters through the town from various traders who travel in, but it is not a frequent event. Talking about the glory days, Hops eventually brought up the courage to ask his wife for permission go adventuring. So cute. And with that permission granted, he donned the armor he'd slowly been purchasing and the weapon he'd slowly been purchasing, sort of like a hobbyist over the past 10 years. <laughs> Unbattle-tested, 
but with enthusiasm, natural strength and aptitude, and the wisdom and power that comes from parenting two teenagers into adulthood. <laughs> he was ready to adventure. Rusty, while not enthusiastic about the thought of going on another adventure, he saw this more as an opportunity to do two things. One, spend some damn quality good time with his good friend Hops, away from, you know, the wife and kids who always call him away from drinking nights. <laughs> it was their fishing trip of sorts that they could enjoy together. But he also Sounds like knew... the beginning of Hangover. You know the Hangover? <laughs> <laughs> But he also knew that at the end of this journey lay kind of a blissful retirement. Uh, the idea of running this brewery and helping out and being in that small town, but with money and drink, just seemed pretty nice. So he was willing to set out with his friend and begrudgingly offer whatever advice he could. On their journey in the first few weeks, they heard many rumours. But the greatest rumor of this was of a legendary brewer living on the edge of the forest. This brewer was reported to be able to instill any taste, any flavor, any scent, any magic into a drink. And they knew that if they could just convince this eccentric woman onto their side, they would have the recipe for the perfect mead that would make them a sensation in their brewery and tavern, the talk of the land. However, with Brewer in tow, they lacked one thing. Two things, in fact. The gold required to start this brewery. But second, the finest ingredients and the finest recipes. So it is not only for coin that you adventure, but it is also to find and sample the meads of all the different lands and find the different ingredients, which honey from which hives, work out the perfect recipe so that your mead can become world-renowned. But where we pick up today, with Marina in tow, convinced somehow to join them, mostly by the impulses of her curse, the group head towards Slyport. A sprawling urban expanse built upon the ruins of cities and towns time and time again. A cycle of destruction and rebirth that has gone on for so long that there are no accounts that have every civilization recorded. This city of Slyport exists at the corner point or the junction of three great nations. And as such, it has often been the target for sackings and raids by bandits, by kingdoms. It is also not under the jurisdiction of any of those three kingdoms and thus not protected by any of their armies. And it is only by a local militia and prosperous adventurers that they survive the threats of monsters, bandits and raiders. However, through all this hardship, Slyport is in fact an incredibly prosperous place. This position in no man's land at the junction of three kingdoms makes it one of the richest cities of potential in the entire world. There is so much trade, so much adventure and so much excitement bustling through this wild town that it is simply the only destination that these three could go if they wanted to find their glory and quickly. And with ease. 
How far would you say we will have travelled to get here? Weeks. Okay. Probably three weeks of journeying. Uh, it's In that time, you've bonded. You've learnt how each other fights as you've occasionally run across some banditry, uh, an ogre, in fact, that you bested as a group. And you have come to town with a level of respect for each other's capabilities. <clears throat> Where we pick up the story is our players walking through the large park and entering the southern district of Slyport, known as Stonewall. It is a busy and bustling district and home to the world-famous Silent Coin Tavern. This tavern is a famous adventurer's drinking hole. It is the place where the wildest folk journey, where people go to seek adventurers to help them with their tasks, or where adventurers go to wait for the call of glory. So we can begin our quest as the sun begins to fall after a long day's journey, as you've entered the city walls, walking through this park, and you see the large wood and stone frame tavern built upon itself three times over with renovations of various owners. You see that sign, the coin, and the door. Well, there she stands, the silent coin. Oh, I don't, I don't know about you two, but I could sure go for some honey mead. Ugh. I'll take mead, but the adventure is the thing I'm nervous about. I haven't done this in a while. I'm tired of all this walking. Can we enter already? It stinks of community. I'd rather get this over with quickly. The stink of community is notably fragrant as you walk across the cobbled stones, avoiding the large gutter-filled piles of human waste that sit in the gutters of this medieval town. Don't worry, there's horse and livestock manure there as well, but plumbing is not something that uh, seems to be in good supply here. Hmm. Across the road from the tavern, you do spot on the corner a boarded-up establishment the windows barred and the door locked, and an old sign hanging loosely with any record of what it once had faded in aged paint. There is a soft bustle in the tavern. It is about six o'clock, and it seems like the early, uh, early arrivers for the evening are starting to come in, but it has not yet become busy. Well, now's as good a time as any. And I uh, open the door. Must we? The other place across the road looks much more pleasant. Do we have to go in here? Do you want to do the minis for me? Uh, why don't you go in first, Mirene? I think you're bound to make a great first impression. Mm, yes. Beauty before youth, I'd say. Mm. And Marina pushes the door open. It winds on its hinges, the kind of door that has seen uh, only love and been opened many, many times but never oiled. The only thing that keeps the rust from locking the hinges in place is the fact that it swings so frequently. Yes, I, sl I slow down the, s the speed of which I open the doors just so I maintain that lovely squeak, just to put everyone on edge, anyone who doesn't enjoy that sort of thing. <laughs> That can quite aggravate some people. <laughs> <laughs> and sort of with one finger. 
several heads in the tavern turned to the door, wondering, of course, why the door was opened so, so slowly and painfully, but they pay you not much heed. Inside the tavern, you see the front room. You actually know the tavern from the outside to have several rooms. It's much akin to a modern pub where they'll have a bistro, a larger uh, sort of different areas of different bars But at this time of night, the front bar is what is currently open. There is a large carvery of pork on the table being prepared for those who are purchasing a meal. There is a cook standing in the corner by the fireplace, struggling with something that seems to be, well, uh, a little bit too mobile inside the cooking pot. (laughs) Can I get you all to make a perception check? The first roll of the night. I got an 11. I got a 17. Uh, I got a 12. <coughs> okay. Excuse me. So, you got a 17. Yes. And you may also roll with advantage due to your species. 13, so 17. 17. Yep. And why might that be? Oh, because I have a keen sense of smell. So, this particular perception yes. check had an element of scent in it. Mm. So, I get advantage checks on Advantage, you have keen sense of smell. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So... Hop's nose flares. So, Marina and Rusty both notice that there are several people in the tavern. Uh, There is of note a shady figure sitting in the shadows cast around the corner of the fireplace smoking a pipe. There is a large half-orc woman grinding an axe, standing and looking almost aggressively hungrily at the pig on the table waiting for it to be ready to be served. There is a man drinking heavily but with a smile on his face. There is also a bard who appears to be setting the strings of her lute in order. A chef in the far corner and a bartender waiting behind the bar. Hops, you smell that there is some kind of seafood chowder being cooked. Those aromas mixed with the smell of a freshly glazed, honey-glazed pork on the table. Smell is delightful and it seems like the chef is a... The dwarven chef is of extremely good uh, talent and skill. What is of note with the Dwarven Chef is that he's holding a live chicken under his arm. (laughs) Or turkey. Pleased with my results and the sort of reactions I garnered, I'm going to slink away to the least populated corner of the room and an available table, I think. Cool. Any food is, you know... The others in my party will deal with that mundanity. Is that actually he picks the corner? So the the corner over there that it has no tiles in it is in fact a stairwell that heads down uh, and up. So we won't include that. But That's there is right. a table. I'm slightly irritated that you know the man has the best. He definitely has corner the best in the corner. room for darkness. But I will just take the most the least populated area. Perhaps of the room. in here. I can't see there. So yeah. yes, that will work oh, it's a candlestick. I have a long David hair hanging off my arm. All right, so you take a seat. You wander over and take a seat. Mm -hmm. No one seems to pay you too much heed at this stage. Uh, However, Rusty does notice the the bard. He sort of cocks an eyebrow at him as he comes in. No. I've been recognised already, I say, to the side of my mouth, to Hops. Mm -hmm. This is your adventure after all, so perhaps you should step forward and speak to him, I believe. Oh, sorry, bard. Female. Lady, mm. speak to her. Mm. And you, also, you are closest to her. 
but there's pretty much everyone, these minis are all completely accurate to who's in there right now. Oh, I should have also noticed or mentioned the large dog sleeping by the, yes. uh, by the cooking pot. Large, important individual here, bulldog. really. Um, okay. Hops will go talk to the bard before she starts performing. Okay, she's tuning her lute. You walk up to her. She looks at you up and down. I should mention that Hops is also like a medium-sized creature as well, so he's a little bit intimidating. Mm. Um, so. Well, you're all medium creatures, but yeah. he's definitely on the large side. Yes, mm. yes. So, I will approach her. Um, he has hello. a build akin to a Goliath. He's, he's quite a bit yeah. broader. Yeah. Imagine if I had to squint to get into the door. Yeah, you definitely yeah. stoop <laughs> to get in the tavern door. Your shoulder's almost as broad as the walls. Yeah. Avoid some chandeliers. Yep, that's it. Hello. Ah, a bearkin. Mm. We don't see your kind very often. Oh, and when there's honey meat around, I'll be covered right through the door. What is your name? I'm Violet Cherrier. And yours? Uh, Hops. My name is Hops. Pleasure. Mm. What brings you to the silent coin? Ah, oh, well, like most adventurers in this great world, we are here to find gold and a lot of it. I intend to make my own brewery one day. <sighs> she uh, passes her hand through her hair on uh, the right side, and you catch that her right ear is just full of piercings that glint from the firelight. And... She strokes her chin thoughtfully and then moves back to tuning and says, Hmm, interesting. And how could coming to a tavern and... And she leans forward almost expectantly and hiring the services of a minstrel. How does that help you achieve your goals? Hops kind of like looks around for a bit and just sort of doesn't quite catch what she's saying, but I know what she's trying to say. Um, her foot softly and not too subtly kicks a little bag that's at the floor uh, at the feet uh, of her stool. Oh, uh, uh, well, uh, let's see what you can do. I sort of walk up behind through this exchange and I say, you do realise that uh, giving your money away doesn't help you save up for this tavern you oh. to build? Oh, yeah. Beginning yes, your adventure by giving away the gold you have is, I would say, a false start. But she could, she could be pretty good, she could. Everyone thinks they're pretty good. Tell you what. And she looks with an almost pointed glare at Rusty. The first one's free. Everyone, I'm warming up. There's a one person's like, (laughs) (laughs) She plucks a few things on her. I sort of like lean back. No. (laughs) And she she begins to sing, playing a little tune on her lute and staring directly at Rusty. Have you heard the tale of the Scarlet Bow? Travelled the land, his companions in tow. He struck down the giant with nary a look, and to his bedchambers our mothers he took. Yet here we find this once glorious swine, the bastard that fathered two brothers of mine. Come see him now, the Scarlet Bow. Come relish in failure, old glory laid low. And then she finishes off with a little flourish. Do I notice anyone in the tavern reacting to this? Yeah, song? they're laughing at it and they're uh, pointing. <laughs> I like self-consciously like pull my like hood slightly further in front of my old scarlet armor. That's the only armor I had to take on on Hops's adventure, but it was once the famous 
Scarlet, uh, sorry, Crimson Crusader's uh, armor. Um, I'll go back over to her. I'll flick her a gold coin and kind a of gold pull, coin. Yeah, and I'll lean a bit closer and say, uh, "Very nice playing, but could we play something a bit more uh, lively?" Yes, that was a terrible song. Doesn't even depict the. It, it was much cooler than that. <laughs> well, I did get the bit about you slaying the giant. And I did sleep with a lot of people. Yes. yes. My mother would like a word with you. She's here? <laughs> Wait, you're... And I, I, I sort of need to figure out, like, what do I know about this person? Nothing. Nothing? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. I've, I've been to Slyport many, many times. I have no interest in you or your mother. Pops <laughs> is really awkwardly going to walk away from this conversation <laughs> and go get a beer. <laughs> Okay. And I, jo- I join. And she begins to, she like glares at, <laughs> at Rusty <laughs> and continues. And she uh, just starts playing some music in the tavern. Cool. And you head on up to the bar. Yep. I'll talk to the barkeep. I say, three of your best. We're getting to the barkeep. All right. Three of your best honey meads. All right. <sighs> he is a fairly large man. Uh, he's got tanned, quite dark skin. The complexion of someone who's been come from somewhere quite uh, Mediterranean and also been at sea, you'd imagine, for a lot of his life. He's got that really, really darkly tanned skin uh, from someone who just worked outside all his life. Uh, he has a thick moustache, muscles bulging under a layer of fat, as he sort of cleans his mug. Hmm. Well, of course, the best honeymead I've got. Right, right. You think I'd serve you the worst honeymead? And he sort of grumpily goes over to a keg, starts filling up a couple, comes over. kind of like sizes himself up a little bit because he's intimidates him just a little bit. Would you like to intimidate him? Make an intimidation check. All right. (laughs) That's a four. Um, plus, where is it? Intimidation. Ah, plus four. So eight. You, like, bustle yourself up, get really big, and manage to just kind of look uncomfortable in your overly <laughs> clean armour that is hasn't seen enough battle, and the tavern keeper has seen all sorts. But at the indication of you getting bigger, he goes, oh, right, yeah, um... And then he puts the pint down and grabs like a one litre stein and fills that one for you and then pushes the three, two pints and a stein across at you and is just like, you are a bit bigger. All right, that'll be three silver. Okay. Yeah. I sort of... Finest mead. Jocelyn and grab mine and I grab one of the drinks for, uh, for Murina. So what are you lot meant to be, adventurers or something? How do you answer that? Yes. Some of us want to be. Some of us would rather be elsewhere, but we're friends, and that's what matters. Right. Well, there's just usually four of you, that's all. But adventurers, yes. Yeah, they I seem know. to come in fours. They tend to... <laughs> Sometimes the really popular ones always have six. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... Sometimes going against the grain will end up with extraordinary results. Hmm. I don't see a cleric among you. Good luck, adventurers. 
less adventurous is more gold um, between us. I want to talk to him uh-huh. and say, uh, I noticed the building across the road. Do you know anything about that? Seems kind of abandoned. Mm. I feel like that's more town planning business than adventuring business, but... Mm. Yes. It was a... It was a poor house. Till it was run out by the guard. A poor house? Abandoned shop. Bunch of people moved in there and... Made a bit of a life for themselves. I'd occasionally take... Well, every night. I'd take the food that didn't get eaten and... Hand it over to them and... I didn't think they were doing much harm to anyone. And what changed? Well, the guard found out about it. Apparently it doesn't matter the building's derelict. Mm. They weren't allowed to live there, so they were run out. Okay. Um, I'm going to take my honey mead and go sit at the table. Mm. As they come over, I'm sort of going to elegantly and mockingly applaud... Good old Rusty. <laughs> Rusty, my boy. I learn more about you every day. Don't pay attention to the stories. They're different from whoever you hear them from, I say as I hand over a, a mug to Murina. Anyway, if you want to hear the real stories, I'm the one who has to tell them. Isn't that right, Hops? Yes. And yes. grand they were. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like the adventurers these days, leaping in. Oh, I will save your town and doing nothing of the sort and getting all sorts of attention and gold for it. I was a true hero. I used to slay like it was an easy morning activity. Yes, 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 I'm sure. And I sort of elegantly and pointedly sort of like place a silver in exchange for the mug, you know, as if I've done something particularly, you know, selfless. (laughs) To actually pay for it. I love that. Hops takes the silver. All right, so do you all just take a seat and start yeah. drinking? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I feel like we've joined this person at the table. So, <laughs> so why not? Who's this? Uh, this guy. You all sit down. Yeah. Uh, hello, everyone. Hello. Uh, what's your name? I mean, I was saving this table, but then this, uh, this strange woman sat down and, well, right, she wouldn't much hear anything of anything I had to say. Yes, thank you for saving it. Uh, but I'm waiting for... My wife's coming in and... Uh, I mean... Uh, it's oh, right. We, we won't be we'd, here long. We have places to be. We'd love to, to join be. you for dinner. Oh, come on. Would we now? <laughs> make a persuasion check. Or an intimidation. Actually, just make an intimidation regardless of what you want to do. <laughs> okay. Um, that was a 12 plus 4. So 16. 16. Uh, okay. And he just leans into his chair when this big bear thing sits down and says we'd love to eat dinner with you. And he's like, dinner with you sounds lo- lovely. <laughs> yes. Um, <clears throat> so, um... Then he just looks into his cup and starts drinking. Sort of drinking, only my long, disgusting nose sticking over the top to sort of smirk at how uncomfortable this poor soul is. Now, I, I don't want to... I'm tantahopped. I don't want to have to waste too much time on this adventure nonsense if it's not necessary. So the key is to find critical information sooner and to act upon it. What do we have so far? Yes, he spent positively ages with that man. Have we found anything yet, surely? There were clues in there. There was a quest. Did you catch it? (laughs) Oh, well, there's a building, the the one across the road. Oh, yes. The one that I pointed out, perchance? 
Yes, yes, that one, yeah. Yeah, good, very good perception. Um, it's abandoned. We should go check it out. But there's a, a, I can't help but notice the, this this guy that I point to this particular character, the, the shady, shady guy in the corner. corner. So maybe, maybe he knows a thing or two. Uh, that is a very good eye there, Hops. You do have a knack for this. Mm. Yes, the uh, the shady adventure in the corner, a classic trope. Uh, he would be worth talking to. I might do that myself, just to get things moving along. In the meantime, garner what you can from this gentleman here who is waiting for his family, because he would surely know the locale. And uh, the more information we have, the quicker we can drink and get this adventure done and dusted. Are you talking about me like I'm not here, but anyway. You <laughs> might as well not. I sort of say it. <laughs> Silence. You wander up there. The right, adults we'll, are talking. We'll stick with this table while we're here, and then we'll go to you going over yeah. to the yeah. wandering strangers. So you're sitting with this man who looks slightly uncomfortable. He's wearing a uh, commoner's clothes, but has a lavish scarf wrapped around his Ooh. neck of, of an opulent blue. His uh, long blonde hair coming down down to his shoulders and he's quite handsome for a, just a common he looks like a stable hand or something like that uh, but you'd, you'd guess he's about 20 it's hmm. a, a very nice scarf thing you have on your neck I, I don't, I'm a bear I don't wear those things what is it? Oh yes I'm a, I guess you could call me a bit of a, a connoisseur of scarves is that the word? Con- connoisseur? scarves? yes it's my hobby I collect them wow uh, cool hobby Thank you. Great. <laughs> it's, it's so I had a drink, baby. Positively enthralling, my dear child. Look, I, you must be so proud. You've got to have something that you know sets you out and makes you interesting. And yeah. I thought collecting scarves was something. I, I like the threads. Uh, very. It, it, I. I mean, I, I'm I murder monsters, so like, and, and make honey meat. I, I'm very good at it, actually. Oh, mm. really? Mm. Um, no, lovely. Mm. Um, my my wife likes honey mead. Oh, does she? Yes. Oh, good taste. Yes, I have excellent taste in my honey bun. I mean, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is slightly oh. tragic. Oh. Oh. Kind of feels a bit sad because he thinks about. Glad I'm on the other side of the room. <laughs> Ew. Yes, we've just got married recently. Oh, and we're, that's, she's... that's wonderful. Congratulations. Thank, thank you. Are you? Are you perhaps married? Yes, yes, I am indeed. To do dandelion, my, my heart, my soul, oh. my bare necessities. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trapped in a corner of my own devising. <laughs> I should have been the one to talk to the man. <laughs> uh, he says, I'm, I'm Tobin, Tobin Fisher. Hmm, hops. Pops, and he reaches across and shakes his tiny hand, engulfed by your large uh, anthro bear hand, and makes some small talk with yeah. you, unless you have any particular questions to ask I him. I just want to get to know the town and ask him again about the, this building that's over here, and mm-hmm. just how to make good money. Mm-hmm. Uh, he... Over the course of a bit of conversation, uh, fills you in on... He doesn't tell you anything more interesting than you know, just in general about the town. Uh, and then when he gets to making money, mm. he says, um, Mate, well, you, by the look of you, you look, look like rugged adventurer types. So oh. I guess that you'd make money, well, ruggedly adventuring, right? What does yeah. your wife think about that? My wife doesn't oh. even like it when I go out looking for scarves at night. She says it's unsafe on the streets. You look for scarves at 
Well, they work during the day, and sometimes they have sales on. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I've lived a long, happy life with my wife. She gave me one last little go before retirement. Oh, I don't need to hear about that part of your life. The intimates should be kept in the household. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said she gave you one last go before you went. Hop's gonna look like. <laughs> Never mind, he go he flushes red immediately, assuming um, the wrong thing. Obviously his fresh nuptials in his mind. <laughs> uh you you make a good point, yes, yes. He may look for scarves at night, but he seems to be a bit quicker than you, my dear Hops. <laughs> so we'll approach the man in the corner. Okay. Mm, we find my bloody my man in the corner notes. You find your man in the corner notes, I'll get my focus and camera shot, and then we, uh, we leave into it. Come on, Jazz, get focused. <laughs> <laughs> Do I not have man in the corner notes? Make it up. Ready, go. Hold on, I just want to double check. Oh, man in the corner. That's what she starts playing. Ah, it was written backwards, that's why. <clears throat> I had their name and then in brackets what model they were, but for him, for some reason, it was the other way around. <laughs> so, you approach. You, silent stranger. I know you harbour dark secrets or a quest or adventure of some sort, and that's what we're here for. I can buy you a drink uh, or make some sort of a bargain or agreement. That's, that's how it works, if I remember correctly. <clears throat> Which of them? Ah, yes, the strong, silent type. Lean into the mystery. We'll get there in the end, don't worry. How do I know you can fight? That armor looks like it was stolen from a cosplayer. (sighs) Well then, let's do a classic game, shall we? A wager. You flick a coin across the room, and I shall, with my arrow, pierce it through its very centre in the middle of the air. Then you shall know that at any point I will always strike true, for I was the Crimson Crusader. All right. I don't much mind that. And he pulls out a piece of copper. He lifts it in the air, and he will flick it across the room. He's straight to the point on that. Okay. I want to use an ability if I can. Mm. Can I use my true shot spell thing? Is that a thing that I can... Your true a, shot is that, spell what thing. What is it? Yeah, where's my spells? Where'd on the they third go? page. On the what? Third page is your on the spell. Th- All right, cool, let's do this. Oh my gosh, are you going to use a spell? Yeah. I'm getting the party started you have, in style. You don't have true shot. What are you talking about? What is my bloody... Hunter's Mark, is that a... That does extra damage. Doesn't help you hit. All right. I'm going to try and hit it then. That's just, <laughs> I'm just going to go for it. This is my first time playing d probably, by the way. Yeah, well, this is your first time with spells yeah. ever. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's just a... Make an attack roll. Okay, so that's a d20. Mm-hmm. And then that's adding plus eight. 17! So 25. Nice. Wow, this would have been so funny if it went wrong, but... (laughs) With the the tense uh, 
sound of a string being rapidly drawn back, and before anyone can even believe it, you have an arrow out of your quiver, knocked, drawn, fired. It sails through the air, and exactly as Rusty described, pierces the coin in its centre, and then an arrow sticks from the wall on the far side of the room with a copper coin impaled on it. Hop shouts, no shot! (laughs) Oi! No weapons in the bar! All I know is, sorry, just starting a quest. You know how it is. Turn it back to the the silent stranger. Well, there you have it. A true shot. A true <clears throat> adventurer, he says with a slight eye roll. Not yeah, so yeah. rusty after all, he says under his breath about himself. Very impressive. You have my attention. Now what would you like to do with it? Gold. I would like gold. And we're also looking for some specific ingredients. Uh, my brewer friend in the corner there can tell you what we're after specifically. But you look like someone who knows things. So if you could kindly guide us to either of those, I would be very grateful indeed. What did you say your name was? The, <clears throat> I sort of like look around and make sure no one's like listening in. <laughs> The Crimson Crusader. <clears throat> right. Come hit the head with me. And he stands up out of the chair and starts to walk around the corner. All right. Where are we going? Outside of the room? You're following him? Yep. Yep, yep. So you wander outside of the room and he leads you to what passes for the toilet. There's sort of a an area... Uh, a courtyard, you'd call it, where there's an outside space, an alleyway, but it's all deliberately being fenced off and stuff so that there's, like, buckets and little stalls and things, but yeah. it's specifically outside the building. Um, and he leads you into there and then sort of sidles into a stall. He looks around and makes sure no one's there, sidles in and starts uh, peeing in an adjacent stall to you. I've been... Taken for a fool, I swear. What? Do you like having business discussions in the center of a jostling tavern? Come, let the sound of your piss disguise our, uh, disguise our discussion. Oh, yes. So that's how they do it these days. <clears throat> and then he just starts he starts pissing and having like that urinal conversation with the guy. The right. forbidden urinal conversation. Okay. I join him in the okay. forbidden urinal. So, I'm Fendril. And he's pulled down his hood, and you see that he has long black hair, a scar on his cheek, and sharp pointed elven ears. And he sort of does the glance at you, but then goes back to his business and. All right, so you want to make coin in the city? Certainly do. Just so happens, I want this to be my city. Uh, sure. And he's already marking his territory. Does it get us coin? It could. I run with a pretty impressive gang of people. Night runners. Sure. It's a, it's, yes, I'm sure. It's very impressive. <clears throat> is the coin impressive is my main concern. It is, if you're willing to get your hands dirty. That's of no concern to me. And your friends? They I'll show them the ropes. Bathe in the blood of innocence. Well, if one of us bathes in the blood, the others could watch. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're interested in joining the underworld of the city, I'll be back here later on this evening. Close to closing. Well, 
Close to when people start getting thrown out. We'll discuss more there. And I'll try to prevent us getting thrown out until then. Cool. And he heads back, pretending he had just incidentally gone to the toilet, and you'd also incidentally gone to the toilet, and you hadn't had a secret meeting. Okay. And I then return to the table with my friends. Across the room, you hear a sharp squeaking noise and the smack of a rolling pin against the floor. And a dumb little bastard! And then the sound of scampering across the ground. Why did you wake up, you lazy shite? And then he kicks the dog's, like, not the dog, but the oh. dog's, like, bed. He kicks the side of the dog's a bed, which is uh, seems to be a large jawbone. And the dog just looks up and goes... And, like, drools, goes down its face. It's got a big bone in front of it that it's been chomping. Ah! And then the chef goes back to cooking. <laughs> well, I think we should probably limit how many quests we're picking up, but we have a few options here, and I suspect there's... One with the cook over there in the corner. Probably to do with rats or sewers. That was a common one. Mm. Well? Well, we've been having the most lovely, intimate conversations here. I hope you didn't have the same with the man in the back room as well. Well, you chose to stay with the newlyweds. Ross, did you, did you know he collects scarves? And I point <laughs> Yes, it was the most, most incredible endeavour... Astounding. I, I drink the last gulp of my ale and head to the bar for another. Darling, darling, I'm here. <laughs> oh, no. I say, I am out, and I go to the bar as well. <laughs> and the young couple embrace and kiss openly in public. Hops is just, like, staring Like, what level them. kissing are we talking about? Uh, like... Like Victorian era, sweet, overcome with romance, but not actually, un- like, not doing anything. Like, pecking on the lips is the most risque thing they've ever done. Yeah. Sort of. Okay, okay. Like, Somehow blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I love how they're both feeding hops. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. So I like my new face. <laughs> That's so, so good. All right. Well, I'm going to let them have their intimate moment. Mm-hmm. It's getting a bit crowded. I'm going to go check out the chef, and I'm going to go see what he's up to. Okay. You wander over to the chef. Mm-hmm. And I look down at the dog as well. The dog Hello. is snoring, and... Did it just is that a fart? fart? Yeah. <laughs> it was a dog fart. Yeah. Okay. A it's smelly, very stinky. Smelly dog fart. You get the scent immediately. <laughs> You can tell that uh, he clearly has a kind of a, a bit of a diet imbalance. Oh Roll for constitution. You're a bear. <laughs> you have an incredibly good sense of smell. And you scent immediately that he has an imbalance in his diet. And you can smell it from his far. <laughs> I tell that to... I point to the chef and say, I think, uh, I think your, your dog has uh, got some bowel problems. <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe lay off the... It wouldn't be the first of his problems. Oh, He's a lazy shite. Oh, that's, that's a bit harsh. I mean, he's, he's clearly very tired. One thing you note as you stand in front of this large dwarven chef is that his hat is the most on-fleek extra thing you've ever seen. It's like a chef's oh. hat, but it's like got braided gold beads and stuff has around he, it holding it up. Has he met the guy with the scarves? Is that... <laughs> <laughs> You're not sure if there's a relationship okay, with there. Okay. Hello. What's your name, good sir? Uh, chef, sir. sir Forge sir. Grog. The game, Forge Grog. For, 
Forge Grog. Forge Grog? Aye. Grog. Ain't seen it twice. Mm. Good, good name. Ah, uh, you seem to be having some trouble with some mice, perhaps? Mm. He, he get, looks angry. Uh, can you make a, just a charisma persuasion check, just to get a general demeanor? That is an eight plus two. Sorry. Okay, so ten. That's all right. Oi, maybe. Hmm. Can I be of assistance, perhaps? <sighs> no, I, I can. I can leave. I can be go. An adventurer. I can... Yes, I think I am. Maybe. I swore to me father I'd never, never give an adventure request oh, to no. go and kill rats in this fucking basement of a damn tavern. <laughs> But here I am. <laughs> Nailed it! <laughs> They're absolutely out of control. Okay. Uh, what What seems to be the problem? There's oh. just too many? Right, and they taste terrible. Ain't good for nothing. Ah. I mean, the dog. Ah. Dog's de- not, definitely not eating them, so... There's too many, there's too little. You need to get it so it's just, just yeah. right. There needs to be some rats, not completely. Like, we've got to put up an yeah. aesthetic. <laughs> All right, if you go... If you go and deal with the rats, mm-hmm. I'll pay you. How much? Depends what your bag. I don't... I, I try to feel for a bag. If, if they're just normal rats, I'll give you a cop or a rat. But if there are more, we'll talk. Okay. Uh, is there a particular place that they uh, congregate? Thrive? Little bastards keep going down the basement where I store all my... Oh. Mm. Mind if I go have a look? Keep your wits about you. Right. Cool. I go back to the group. Which group? Where are we? Yeah. <laughs> you go back to your friends or you go back oh, to us oh, trying to oh. get drunk? Oh, go over to you guys. Okay. I forgot everyone. Everyone's now at the bar, sorry. Yeah. Um, my fellow friends, I have a quest. Stop being so goddamn adorable. <laughs> I, like, brush off my little ears. So, um, rats in the basement. Mm, mm, yes, yes. All right, we have a few options that we could explore. The uh, dark stranger in the corner. How dark are you willing to go with your quest for coin? Oh, well, willing to fight monsters and rats and... That's so you're not willing to fight for monsters then? I'm just gathering uh, your boundaries. I think it's important before stepping uh, into something like this. Pop's kind of like, there's like a muscle check. And he's like, I could do four. Well, yeah, yeah, four. Are you willing to tread down dark paths that you will be woken from in your dreams for years to come? I'm very good at seeing in the dark. Throats will be cut of the innocent and the souls oh. of their pleading oh. hearts will haunt your nightmares. Rusty, I have kids. <laughs> the, in your head, the voice <laughs> echoes of Dandelion. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't go getting into too much mischief. Have some fun saving the folk, but remember, you've got to be a good role model to your kids, my love. <laughs> there's, there's a small there's a bubble of memory. There's, there's a small noise of my tank had been shifted over to slightly where you guys are standing and saying, This is the first time I've had an interest in what you're saying, Rusty. Do go. The blood 
of the innocents is a turn of phrase, or are we going more literally? I believe it's innocent, literally innocent blood, yes. It, that I'm just will gathering hardly it help me. No, yes, you're uh, a curse and all that. You've curse. done it before. It's hilarious that I, you can't I, do it anymore. I doubt that there's a ledger. I'm sure there's a bit of dabble room. Well, my point is, my impression is that's the fast track. If you Pops want high-level connections and a lot of coin, uh, how much was that gentleman offering per rat? Ooh, a copper. A copper. Mm. A copper per rat. Mm. How many coppers do you think it would take to start your illustrious tavern? Mm. Something you really want to take you through to retirement, build your reputation, Ooh. a legacy. How many copper do you think that would take? Do I have a good perception on money? Or yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. Yeah, a, a lot. A lot. More copper than you could possibly carry. A lot. Barrels of copper. A button. I don't think... There are that many rats. Mm. But that abandoned building across the street, that is what is spiking my interest personally. I think it entails mystery. I think that could lead to large gains. New bartender, where is an adventurer's help most needed at this time? Well, uh, there's a dragon. What? Dragon, I can do dragon. dragon. Let's do dragon. What? There's a dragon. Yeah. You can't do dragon. I can do dragon. Look at you. I've done dragon, sir. Bullshit. I am the... I've done dragon. <laughs> right. Dungeons, in fact. Hmm. And dragons, plural. A liar, <laughs> I see. <laughs> they need adventurers of more caliber than you to deal with something like that. Maybe you should cut your teeth on something a little bit in, uh, a little bit more simple in town, just to earn a bit of respect to someone who can get a job done. That's usually how it goes. Yes, I'm sort of going to squeeze my way into this conversation, sort of pulling you aside and also patting you on the shoulder. He's like, yes, 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 we get it. Look, my <laughs> dear fellow, we are looking to both earn coin and... Enamor ourselves with the people, you know, flowers in the streets, children named after us, that sort of thing. Do you have anything like that? Please say you do. He, he's, I, like, he just doesn't look like he's that responding to it, but make a perception check. This is just for Marina. Uh, 15. Cool. And now I'm going to get you to preemptively make an arcana check. Ooh. <coughs> uh, be an 18. Okay. So as you're talking, and he seems to sort of be like... <sighs> you spot in the corner of the room along the, along the skirting a rat. Just like scurry across and start nibbling on something in the corner. Which wouldn't be too interesting, except like as it turns and looks up, it just it's moving slightly weirdly, and you see its eyes have a glowing sheen of red across them, which is clearly magical. And then it like darts around, its head twists and its eye like locks onto you, and then it just drops back to the ground and just scurries off. No, can't say that I do. Hmm. I sort of withdraw and turn to hops and say. Do you have 
an extra rate on nut rats. Hmm. He did say to come back and check in if things had changed. Hmm. I sort of, sort of turn away again, often to my own with with the cup, and continue drinking, letting you talk to the normal people. Well, why don't we just check it out? We're here anyway. Feeds up. And at this point, you hear, and the the female half-orc in the middle of the room picks up her battle axe, spins it once in her hand, and swings it straight down onto the table, severing the pig's head, completely just cuts the pig's head off, and then with one hand lifts the pig's head off the table, and then just goes and walks and sits at the table with the pig's head on her plate, and just starts biting into, like, the cheeks and tearing off flesh, and looking very enthusiastic. There is a, now, the big platter, the metal platter was on, now has a distinct like dent in it as it's bent where her axe hit and the table had made some creaking sounds but no one questions her doing it okay. <laughs> it's a regular occurrence and a few people go up and start to get some pe- the people who paid for a meal um so then rats or wait what 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 out of character what did Mirina observe to the bartender again to the hops. bartender. And hop, sorry. You, tur- you saw the rat with yeah. red eyes, you turned yeah. to hop. Got nothing from the bartender. Yeah. However, I noticed something with the rats, which I will bring up upon sitting down with you all. You've probably grabbed things from the plates. Yeah, you got to pay guess, I guess we give some copper and some, yep. yeah, just a bit of money, pay for some food, get a meal. Yeah. Are you going to sit at the communal table or go over to the table that's empty in the corner? The communal table will be where we hear... The stories, the tasks that need to be done. All right, all right, mates, I'm here now. Party started! A little halfling comes in the door and he's already carrying a beer from somewhere else and then he just stumbles in, goes straight over a plate. There's a few grumbles of annoyance as he does so, uh, but he's clearly a regular and he immediately is like, another one, another one! And they start pouring another drink and he grabs a plate and starts getting involved too. Oh, joy, more people... Right. Now, I have seen that these rats may not be quite all that they seem. And now, so magic rats? Yes. Well, you sitting didn't down. say that. No, I only just noticed it now. It may be they're more... simply more than rats, or perhaps mm-hmm. there is someone controlling them. Now, I know that you people... Do not like your hordes of rats. That's why I use them so much back home. Now, I think people would be very happy with us if we rid the town of them. That could be a way into their hearts. You speak sense, Murina. And I sort of sit back as if I'd have a brilliant idea. Rats, rats in the basement or sewers, that's, you know... Typically common, but rats controlled or magic, that can lead to other things. There's usually something behind it, and that something is often worth coin. Mm. Probably more than a copper, at least. Mm. So, to uh, whet your appetite, I think this would be where we start, friend. But not before a drink. Yes. And I take my third pint and start to... to okay, cool. cool. So you had three pints of beer. Yeah, I get you to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's 17 plus right. 2, 19. You're holding your liquor well. Yeah. Which 
We're drinking buddies. I'm just getting a buzz before we go yeah, yeah, yeah. and loosening up. So oh, it wasn't a hard DC. It was just to see how, you know, you've been in here for like an hour and just smashed 1.5 litres of beer. Yeah. Uh, and old school stuff. So it's not got a standardised <laughs> amount of alcohol. It's probably twice as alcoholic. <laughs> the old 8% beers. Love it. Cool. Okay. All right. So I think we wait through to the... Uh, uh, was it the chef we need to go back and speak to? No, we can just go straight downstairs. Okay. He's like, go check it out. It's all good. So you sort of eat through dinner, finish your drink, mm-hmm. chill out, don't need to talk to... You don't want to sort of wager a bit more preemptively on the idea that there could be more than rats? You could, say, try and work in a little little mm, bonus. I like that. Amplify the... Winnings. Hobbs is not very good at persuading people. He just gets the job done. Well, how are you going to be learn to be an adventurer if you don't oh, try a thing or two outside of your comfort zone? Oh, we are here in Slyport after all. You've made all this journey to not do th- things you feel uncomfortable doing. Mm. Oh, okay. You're the one. You're, in fact, of everyone at this table, you're the only one I see who actually wants to be an adventurer. Why don't you go with him and show him the ropes? Very well. There. Off you go. I'm still sort of nursing the the same tanker. It's been empty for a while, but I have no interest in getting drunk as, Mm -hmm. you know, my my brain and my intellect is the the only bastion I have against these mundanities and these peasants. I just rolled a perception check and crit failed. Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is what it was for the halfling wanders over to oh. your table wobbling to and fro and he's like <laughs> hi how you doing lovely lady nice to meet you and then he like sways heavily oh, uh, and starts sipping from his drink cool can I have a perception just how just how chubby is this small child <laughs> <laughs> yeah, make a perception check and see what you can say about him obviously you're going to get his general build 12 so he's a sort of, uh, he's a fairly plump, plump-looking halfling. He seems uh, like the kind you would have cooked in a pot once upon a time. Uh, yeah, he, he also, you note, um, with a 12, he has a walking cane, a beautifully and intricately carved walking cane that seems to be a descendant from his grandfather or something. Way too young to need it in terms of, like, age, and he doesn't seem to have any injury. However, he seems to be so frequently so drunk that he has a walking cane to walk upright when he gets to that point <laughs> of alcoholism. Um, and, yeah, that's he, he's quite a portly fellow. Yeah. I sort of lean over, like, completely sort of unattached to this this person who's sort of, you know, poke shoulder, you know, to try to see what it's like and sort of, ugh, filthy bait. <laughs> Oh my god, because you thought it was a child. No. Okay, <laughs> it's a halfling. And he's like... Does he even take rejection? Oh, well, if you don't want to talk to me, I'll talk to someone else. But um, if you ever need to know anything about agriculture or farms or have a nice drink or maybe you sleep with me, I would love to talk to you more about that later. And then he just, like, wanders off, stumbles off as you're responding. That's my you respond. It's like, yeah, yes. If only all of them would leave that quickly. <laughs> all right. What are you two doing? Uh, Mr. Chef, t- t- uh, I can't remember your name, I'm really mm. sorry, but Chef, Chef, mm. Mm. Uh, we uh, would like 
to I, I again I kind of puff myself up a bit to look intimidating because all I know is intimidation uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I say we are we believe that the the rats are mystical <laughs> right mm-hmm. you bring me bags of them I'll give you a coin I look over at Rusty and I'm like have you got a bag? Aye, there's some... Um... You want them in one piece or as much? Or it doesn't make a difference oh, to I, I don't give a shite as long as they're dead. They've been plaguing the whole city. Okay, deal. Down the basement, I'm told. Mm. Aye, there's sacks down there. Beautiful. Thank you, sir. We shall see you soon. Get your copper ready. Aye, as I said, if you find anything good, if they're bigger than the little one... Give you more. Let's say a gold piece if they're a real troublemaker. But if it's even more, talk to the tavern keep. No. And if it's even worse, talk to the mayor. Uh, Make some good contacts killing rats. We used to have a guy who did dealt with the rats a long time ago. Perhaps, uh, perhaps I'm out of touch. <clears throat> you know, when people become so wealthy, they forget the uh, price of bread. Uh, mm-hmm. I had gone on such grand tales that uh, sometimes you forget that it always begins with rats. <laughs> After all, there are different kinds of rats down there. Let's go find out what <clears throat> we can get, shall we? Yes. <clears throat> Thank you. All right. You'd like to head into the cellar? Yes. Cool. Finally... Something. So, you head downstairs. You're directed quickly by the tavern keeper. You go downstairs and deal with the rats. He doesn't care. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you walk down the spiral staircase. And there's a few doors leading off left and right. But you've been directed to just head to the rest of the corridor. That's where there seems to be a problem. And you head down and, as you can see, enter a corridor where there is a lot of furniture and broken... Mostly broken furniture, like people in the bar who've gotten in rowdy fights and stuff, and they're just chucked down here. There's a few empty-looking barrels and shelves, uh, and a little sound of scratching down here. Can I use my keen sense of smell mm-hmm. to see if I can smell the rats when they're coming Make from? a wisdom perception check with advantage. That's a 12, and 11 to the 12, plus perception is zero, so it was 12. There's a lot of mixed scents in this room. A lot of food's being kept down there, drink, but mm-hmm. you can smell some faint ratty scents, but you don't get a pinpoint on how many or where. Sure. Okay. But okay. you do spot a little bit of movement off in the corner. Okay. They're down here somewhere. I could, I could definitely smell them. I'm going to keep moving in All right. a bit further. I'm going to walk up, sort of brush past hops and say, let me deal with this. Brush past. So you're heading to the front? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to click at the corner and demandingly speak with animals. Oh, you can't speak with animals. Okay. Yep. I say, you lot, come out right now. A single rat climbs up onto a table and looks at you. <sighs> One, I was hoping for more, but you'll do. <coughs> Who do you report to? Music. The music. I was expecting the name of some. I know. 
And Lord, a witch maybe? In unison from all the corners of the room, buried under, just, you know, they're through the walls and then you hear this chorus of mice voices speaking. You guys just hear squeaks, Mm -hmm. but you hear this chorus of mice, the music, all in unison. (sighs) Now we're getting somewhere. All right. So... Good are, news. Are we hearing her talk? Talk. So she, she's just talking. Oh no, she's, she going, you're, she's, she's squeaking in rat okay. noises too. Yeah, I'm just sort of spun delightedly yeah. at Tuesday. Right. I have some good news. There is a mastermind after all. Oh, great. Uh, and what is that? It is. Uh, hey, do you wander sort of into the room because the rat's on the table here? Yeah. yeah I'll sort of uh, stalk into the room like <laughs> I'm. You know, explaining to, you know, some very simple people. You know, I used to tr- trick children into my houses, so, you know, it's, it sort of equates. It's like, now, all the rats seem to be responding to music. Probably some sort of enchantment, I'd say. I do not know the identity of this, shall we say, minstrel. However, I think if we can convince the rats to take us to their benefactor, then we can cut through a lot of this meaningless nonsense. Yes, I'd like to cut through the nonsense, and I, too, push past Hops and say, Yes, rats, take us to your leader. <clears throat> the rats that you're talking to, the one that's sort of and looking at you, uh, says, You want to take us take you to music? Yes, we would love to hear about this music more. Its head sort of twitches towards you, and then its eyes suddenly start glowing red, and then it just says, without the same hesitance or insecurity in its rat voice, with far more malign intelligence behind it, it looks at you and it says, No. No, I don't think so. And then you just hear this chorus of mice screeching and rats screeching as they just pour from every single corner of the room, from under furniture, from cracks in walls, and just whoosh, just swarm into the room and cascade towards you, gnawing and chittering and looking with violent intent as they swarm up in the center of the room in a mound of this heaving mass of rats that are sort of pushed by... Uh, an intelligence that is superseding theirs and forcing them to act. I sort of stand there watching and grinning, oh, I've struck a nerve, it seems. And then we'll roll initiative. Oh, yeah! And you've got advantage on initiative, Monster Hunter Ranger. Oh, yeah, so that was 11, and it's just a d20. Yes. And it's a total, it's no... Plus your dexterity. Oh, dex, okay, so it was plus six. Uh, Plus four for you. Okay, so it was 11 plus f- 4 for me. Yeah, it's not plus so 6. It's just your dex mod, which is plus 4. Oh, okay. That's your dexterity saving throw. Oh, okay. okay this is okay. initiative. Yeah, yeah. So it's right there. 15. Plus 4 with advantage. Did you roll twice? Yes. Yes. Okay, so you got... 15. 15. I got a 4. Okay. So, just because, you know, I'm the closest... You know, I've got, like, the least time to react, so I will be going last... What'd you get? I rolled a one. <laughs> Yosh. 
Do you are you a meanie poo with ones and, or a nicey poo with? So players? this game, at my home game, I have my homebrew rules. But in this game, we're playing standard D and D, so we're going to just be a one is just your last. Okay. Um, so they have no initiative modifier. So what did we get? Sorry, we got a fifteen. Yep. Rusty fifteen. Four perhaps. The one. Oof. Marina. And who knows what the rat swarm got. But we won't find out in this episode. You're going to have to wait till next week. Yay, that was so fun. I hope you've enjoyed the first part of our D&D adventure. Yay. I can't wait till next week. Do you know, I just don't know how I can guarantee to get informed about when the next episode comes up. If there, only there was some sort of button I could press. No, nothing. No. Got nothing. Shit. Crap. Poop. Can't be done. But, but well. all right. Well, if you happen to be around uh, on this uh, viewing platform at this time next week, hopefully you'll see a recommendation um, of part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love that we got to just basically play a whole session in the loot tavern. Oh, it's so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Look, honestly, I want to do more of this. It's, and you it's hard to pull together, but man, this is satisfying for me. But I yeah. hope that the viewers are having as much fun as we are. I, I'm such a sucker for tropes when introducing new people to the thing. So yeah. I'm like, Jazz has not really played a D&D campaign, like, so I really want to just give you a trope yeah. to start with yeah, and I make it, it fun. Yeah, we'll I see. love it too. And I love yeah. that my... Because I know enough about D&D and the yeah. tropes, but my hero is so, like done with adventurous so it's like it was a really fun yeah. way to play that off but how cool how good and refreshing does the simplest trope look yes. oh my gosh yeah yeah like we're fighting rats how boring are they look at this yeah. <laughs> it's so cool yeah and look honestly okay so this this gameplay is not sponsored by loot by any means but obviously the video on the main tabletop channel where we painted it all up was and it really does like i think this video showcases how much it brings your playing to life and it's just such a privilege and so much fun to play with these minis and well done with the paint jobs everyone (laughs) we should uh, move forward into the next chapter we'll see you all next week see you next week